Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. I'm so excited for my guest today, Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset. Thank you so much for joining. You. you look gorgeous. And your hair is your signature, so it got to be down. Ponies, I have clip-in extensions in those as well. Because you do crazy shit to your hair on the show. I mean, someone does crazy shit to my hair. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because like crazy shit, like when you have those crazy braids in with like yeah. things. But so so you have to, you sit in like hair and makeup before you film? Yeah, so basically, I mean, I pick the days that I want to glam because obviously Mm. it's expensive and it's also a time suck. You know, I'm talking about like two and a half hours and that's a lot of time out of my day considering I work full time. So on, you know, I do my own makeup for the most part, but my hair I can't do. So on the days that I choose hair, Mm. I'll do something really fun. But but you usually take care of your own hair, but you mean like when you want it to be like, wow, chicka, wow. Yeah, I can do like curls and, you know, regular stuff like that, but I can't do like the updos and the crazy stuff. So we were just talking before we started how busy you are, because legit, if you like Google you right now, it's like a gazillion articles. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like you, cause you've been like doing so much press. So you're like talking yeah, <laughs> and people say, are writing about it. I would say I have like three jobs because, well, actually kind of four. I have, you know, I'm in real estate full time. We just got finished filming the show. I'm doing press and publicity for the show. In addition to starting my own company, working full time on that. So wait, what's the own company? I'm not quite there yet to like, talk about it. And it's not because I'm trying to be exclusive or anything. It's just because I really, really don't know. But I kind of wanted to just start a lifestyle brand. Um, I don't really know exactly what direction I'm taking it in. But it's just going to be a fun place for people to go in a community of people who are just like minded, diverse, inclusive individuals who just want like a safe space, you know, like creatives and, you know, people that just don't want to be judged. And I kind of started the idea because, you know, I was always labeled. I really, really don't believe in labels. There's no such thing as labels. And I hate when people label other people. Everyone was like, you know, you're the bitch. You're such a bitch. You're so bitchy. And I, 
it got so frustrating because I mm. people label people, especially they don't know. So I was like, you know what though? But that's not a bad thing. Like if anything, like I, people call me the villain all the time. Like, yeah, I am. And I love it. And I have fun with it and I run with it. And so I kind of just wanted to embrace these labels in everyday life and roll with it. So that's kind of where I'm at. But Christine, that is super vague. <laughs> Because I'm like, okay, love the concept, but is it, is it Courtney Poosh? Is it? Yeah, I'm starting with the blog basically. So that's, you know, Mm. that's like going to be my main content. And then I'm trying to figure out, do I want to have curated content? Do I want to, Mm. you know, make my own brand? These are things that I'm still figuring out as I go. Okay, cool. So I was sort of like with the Poosh thing, I was, I was near, I was near the area. Okay. yeah. But I was going to tell you because when you were talking about being a bitch, I was going through my uh, Selling Sunset like uh, highlights from when I watched the show. And the first time we saw you on screen, I like I I screen grabbed it and whatever. And I was like, I think she's supposed to be the B, but I like her. Like, that's what I that's what I wrote. Oh, because because you're right. Like, there is something that comes off as if because a there's something intimidating about you. There is. You're very tall. (laughs) Your hair is very long. You're very beautiful. So it's like. I'm not intimidating at all, but that's, that's funny that that was your perception. I mean, I guess that's the general perception. Well, no, because I'm saying when you walk into a room, you're like, you have a very big presence. You can't be like ignored. But first of all, I love bees. You know what I mean? And I was like, what's wrong with this? Like, I love being a bitch. I love being called a bitch. I'm like, yes, bitch. And this wasn't even when you were doing bitchy, like you didn't do bitchy things. It just... You're right. There is kind of like a stigma. Right. Where people look unapproachable. So people think like, oh, she must be a bitch. And then you're super nice. And it's like, wait. And you see that with so many, you know, TV personalities and celebrities. It's like, you know, they don't necessarily like do something, but you're just like, oh, I just feel like this way about this person, you know? And it's just like (laughs) so funny. But you know, when I got the vibe so I remember one of the first scenes where they in, they kind of showed you and Mary as being like really close friends and you were walking yeah. with your dogs or something. And I remember thinking like, wow, I really love this friendship because they seem so different. Like Christine, very. very. And I love those kinds of friendships where like two different personalities and they complement each other. And that's why I really believed in your friendship and shipped it or whatever. And I was like, you know, they work so well because you balance each other out. So I was really like kind of shocked and upset that your friendship till this day, I'm like, why'd they fight though? Like, I know that it's like Chriselle really, but it's like sad to me. It's honestly sad to me too. And it's so funny how, you know, two years can make such a difference in people. And, you know, she was a totally different person back then. And we were in such a better place and I loved her and I still do love her to this day. You know, I actually sent her a text message just because I was thinking about her and, you know, I hate how the show came between us and like the show won and Mm. it shouldn't have. And I sent her a text message on July 14th. I was just thinking about her. I was like, I miss you. And I don't want the drama of the show to get between us. I really do love you. And I always will. Let's not let the show win and bleed into our relationships. I hope you're doing great. And, um, you know, I'll keep her message private, but you know, she basically agreed, but you know, didn't really sound like 
you know, she's like ready to be like, all right, what day you want to hang out? But you know, it, it definitely, it sucks. At the end of the day, I was protecting her. That was my whole intention is I was being loyal to her and our friendship. And not only did she not appreciate that, but then the person that I was actually, you know, defending her against, you know, ended up hating me as well. So now they're just in their own world. And yeah, it definitely hurts. But you know, Amanda and Davina and Heather and Maya and I are all like best friends. We talk every oh, great. day. So I feel happy about that. You know, there was a dynamic shift, but it's okay. So that's so that's so you're basically good with everyone, but Mary, who you were the most good with. It's weird. I'm hoping that we can mend that relationship though. Yeah, I hope so too, because it feels like it's one of those things that when you'll look back, it's like, wait, what did we fight about? Because I know. Like when I think of the scene and I'm sure though, and you can probably tell us that there was more that happened than what we saw. But like when I flash back to, <laughs> when I flash back to the scene at the pool, you were upset with Chriselle because of her kind of brown nosing about not yeah. brown nosing. What's the word being nosy about, uh, uh, well, it wasn't necessarily about being nosy. I'm nosy all day long, but the difference was, you know, the fact that she, you know, didn't really own up to and kind of lied basically saying, you know, Oh, I didn't, I didn't say anything about Mary. I wasn't being inquisitive and she wouldn't really own up to that. And even at the, you know, the dinner that we all had, Mary had said, you know, I heard that someone's and this is in season one, you know, someone's been talking about my relationship. So mm. you know, I really would appreciate if you didn't guys and come forward now and let me know if you have a problem. And, you know, so nothing was ever said on Chriselle's end. So I was, you know, trying to just make her accountable for her actions, which I shouldn't have done. So that's what But happened. did she, would you be able to like admit or is there any truth to the fact that when Chriselle came in, you were kind of like, I don't know if I like her. Like, did you have a, a certain vibe from the beginning that made you like harsher on her than on other people? I think I, not really. I mean, I, I'm really hesitant to judge people before I meet them. But I mean, I think obviously the producers wanted me initially to, you know, not like her. I mean, that was, you know, pretty apparent, but her and I were getting up, you know, we were getting along. Okay. But we just, you know, didn't have like a super close relationship even before everything. But, you know, we were always nice to each other. Yeah. That's why, again, it just seems like, because when her and Davina were talking about Mary, at least the scene that we saw and, and Romaine and like the ring and if she supports him and if he's like kind of gold diggery, whatever, sugar mama, Davina was also like, talking about it. So why didn't she get heat? Well, she got heat from Romaine. It was different. Like you, I mean, she definitely got heat. That girl is more heat than a Martha Stewart pan, but I know um, I feel bad. Yeah. It's just, it's very interesting to find out like what triggers people when they're watching the show and, and playing it back. It's always different for everyone. And it's yeah. Cause Davina also, I kind of feel bad for her because it seems like she got a sucky edit. You know oh, what I mean? Did she ever? I mean, she got Frankenstein to death. Oh no, that sucks. She's one of my best friends. And I know you guys seem super close. Yeah. She was over here the other night. And you know, the thing about Davina is a lot of people don't know she's German. Okay. So she comes from a different culture, a different background and believe it or not, you know, she speaks fluent German. And just because she doesn't have like this wild, loud personality like the rest of the girls. It doesn't mean that she's not sweet. Like she does smile and she does <laughs> laugh. But I noticed like they purposely 
never showed her smiling. They never showed her laughing. Like that was, you know, you know, that was intentional, but she's actually, you know, the most business savvy for sure. I mean, she's mm. in development and new dev for, you know, years. So she's very savvy business wise. So maybe they just wanted to portray her as, you know, the serious one. I don't know, but she doesn't deserve all the heat she's getting. That's for sure. Yeah, it's hard. I think I was, I mean, when you're watching and your initial responses to people are what they are, you know? And so it it is true that with Davina, it's like, oh, she seems like she's kind of like a sourpuss all the time. And, Mm -hmm. and, you don't see like as many redeeming qualities as in the other girls. You know yeah, what I mean? You're absolutely right. Hey guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I switched over to native deodorant about a year ago. I was looking for an aluminum-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free natural deodorant that will actually work and will feel good and won't be wet and sticky or all these weird things because I've tried a lot of natural deodorants. Native is the best. I use the coconut and vanilla flavor, but they have a lot of other great flavors. That's just my favorite. They have lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, citrus and herbal. And like I said, there's no compromise here. You're using a better deodorant for you and you're not compromising on stinking or, you know, sweating or whatever. So make the switch to native deodorant like I did and get 20% off by going to native Dio, like deodorant, Dio, nativedio.com slash not skinny, or use promo code not skinny at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's a lot. That's nativedio.com slash not skinny, or use promo code not skinny at checkout for 20% off your first order. So again, we're talking about how crazy it's been for you. Like I said, like, first of all, it's funny because when you Google your name, like there's another Christine Quinn oh who's gosh. like ruining our vibe. Like, what is she like a judge? It's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> She actually is from New York. So I think she was a councilwoman. Yeah, it's like a very serious. <laughs> so funny because people like I'm not kidding. There was someone on Twitter that was like, oh my gosh, Christine's 52. Like, no way. I can't even believe that. She looks so good. <laughs> Being serious though. And they're like, well, I guess it makes sense. Cause you know, Amanda's 42. So, and I was like, what? No. So there's so many like, wait, Amanda's 42. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or maybe 41. Yeah. I think 41. when I saw Amanda the first time, I was like, should I change my name to Amanda? Because it's Try way it. cooler than Amanda. <laughs> But anyway, so you got huge, huge, huge. And I mean, what do you think about the fact that like, well, obviously it's a Netflix show. So like you said, you're doing press in the UK, like it's international, like you're everywhere. I have friends in Israel that watch it. Like usually my friends in Israel don't know about a lot of celebs that I talk to because Uh a lot are from Bravo and, you know, all these channels that they don't have internationally. And Netflix is fucking everywhere. So you're everywhere. Wow. You know? Yeah. So how's that been like getting such huge responses from people? Has it been positive mostly? I it seems like you're getting a lot of love. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been so positive. I mean, don't get me wrong, like of course I get the occasional hater, but you know that's Oh, I saw today some bitch wrote something. What was that? I have no idea. I mean, but it's just annoying because these are people that don't personally know me and they're watching 
a television keyword show, okay? We're here to entertain you, and me especially. I have so much fun with it. But globally, I feel like there's so many great, amazing fans, and I love that. You know, my now husband and I were traveling quite a bit and you know we would go to the most random places in the whole entire world like little tiny islands in the middle of nowhere thailand or wherever blah 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 you know it was always so surprising how many people recognized me so it was definitely flattering but it made me realize yeah this show's like everywhere which is crazy when i saw your post today about some bitch i want to just give you a tip don't even bring light to it you know what i mean that's what they want Don't even put the negative. I have to remind myself because if I get any message, all I want to do is be like, but then I'm like, why? Why am I? Well, it's just, it's for me. I, you know, it was like a reminder because I'm like, seriously, guys, you know, and I wrote a really nice note. I was like, with everything that's going on right now, you know, especially this movement that we have going on with, you know, the women challenge and everything online, like, Hating on people you don't know is so 2019. Like, this is so (laughs) old school, you know? Like, we can't do this anymore. And I just think there's so many things that need to be done about the online bullying. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, people are getting angrier in quarantine, it seems like, too. They have a lot of time. They're keyboard warriors. Yeah. They're getting angry. They're getting, it seems like more to me lately. I don't know. Uh, But you're right. Because you wrote something like she needs a lot of love. And it's very true. It's hers and not yours. You also celebrated like 500K followers. Yeah. A few days ago. That's so exciting. I have to ask something a little petty of me. Yeah. Petty ass bitch. On the show, like you really stood out to me. You know, Maya, I love too. She's like Israeli. So I love the vibe. I love the accent. Like I said, Mary from the beginning sort of seemed like your, not antithesis, but like your compliment. And she seems like a really good person. With like Heather, I never really like, not in a bad way or anything. I just didn't think about her as like a cast member. But then when I was like Insta browsing, because like I said, I'm a petty ass bitch. Yeah, I love this. (laughs) How does she have the most followers? Well, you have to understand that, first of all, I never had social media before ever. I never even had Facebook. Um, Like I joined social media at 30 years old because of the show. I would just, I don't know. I never got into it. I know as weird as that sounds. It is. um, It makes you kind of like a psycho. I know. I just, I never (laughs) had it because I knew that if I'd had it, I'd be so obsessive. So that's Mm. why I never created an account. And obviously now I create an account and I'm super obsessive. So yay for me. But, um, <laughs> but Heather used to be a playmate or playboy. So, you know, she's had her account since she was 80 years old. So obviously, you know, she's had it forever. So she has, you know, tons of followers. Oh, yeah. got it. Didn't wait like with Hugh Hefner or like on yeah, the magazine? she was like a playmate. I don't really know what that means exactly, but that's cray cray no no no. she didn't like date you <laughs> right I don't know what it means oh so like maybe did you was she in the house no 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 no, no. oh she just, just like, like uh a, oh okay yeah oh I didn't know that I thought because of her well, uh, I know she, she just went to parties and stuff like that there but I think that's just because she's a model oh so you're saying from before okay because I was like it has to be something that I'm missing yeah because that's you- exactly why yeah and she <laughs> said it was really funny she was like oh, this is so annoying because I'm trying to fix my Instagram followers because I have like an all male audience and it's so annoying. 
And I was like, why? And she was like, oh, from back in the day. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because with you, do you feel, is it mostly females? Mine's like all female. Mine's like 90% female and the rest percent is just like gay men. But apparently I guess, yeah, because she like, you know, has really sexy photos. So I guess when you're like talking with brands, this is something that I learned as well. They want like female engagement. to Yeah. Oh. So this is every, this is like stuff that I'm learning as well as I go. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking she just got engaged to Tarek, which I didn't don't watch that. He's also on television. Yeah, I honestly have not seen his show either. And I never heard of him until they started dating. But, so a um, lot of people know it because I was getting messages up the wazoo when she got engaged. And then people are also like, she looks exactly like his ex-wife. And I'm like, look a lot alike. They really, really so do. I had to look it up because I don't know him. I don't know his ex-wife. Crazy. I mean, like I had to look up a picture of her too. And I was like, oh my gosh, brown eyes, blonde hair, like same length and everything. Like they do look a lot alike. It's crazy. Oh my God. Well, she's engaged and you're close with her. You said, yeah, I was talking with her this morning and yesterday and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy because I know this is something she's wanted her entire life. Like she's that romantic girly girl Mm. that like, meets a guy and then like that night she's going home and like writing her name like with his last name on the paper you know she's like so like that so yeah I'm really happy were you like that like writing (laughs) oh my god no not at all I'm like a total guy I'm like wait you were engaged before Christian is your yeah so you were engaged before three times three times yeah and then and then, like, didn't get me, just didn't, like, broke it up, broke up with them? I mean, yeah, I just, it's it's such a weird thing when someone asks you to marry them, right? Because, like, <laughs> you can't say no, right? And everyone's <laughs> like, no, you can say no. And I'm like, no, you can't. Someone buys a brain, gets on their knees. Like, you yeah. can't say no in the moment. You have to say yes, right? So then you're like, shit, what am I going to do now? You just have to ride it out, right? So that's pretty much what I did. I just rode it out, you know, until I couldn't ride it any further. Um, Three times. Yeah. Were any of the times not like, let's write it out? Were any of the times like, oh my God, I actually want, this is the guy for me? Honestly, one of them was just one that I was just like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work with the rest of them. Yes, I, I definitely could have seen myself with them, but I would have had a much different life. Like I didn't want to be barefoot and pregnant in Texas. And if I married the first one, I would have, you know, been totally in love, but I just wouldn't you know, be the person that I want to be. And I feel like I would regret him forever. You know? Wait, are you from Texas? Yeah, I'm from Texas. Yeah. Oh, so you met him before you moved to LA. Yeah. So it's just like different. Yeah, I could have had different things, but I'm just so happy because now I like have both. I get to have my career like and be married, which is what I wanted. Which is amazing. I, another thing that I remembered about the show that I loved about you is that that dude that wanted the $40 million house and he liked you a lot. Like, you know him and he was cute and young Yeah, Yeah. and he wanted you. And I was like, Christine, why aren't you going to go for the guy with the money to buy the $40 million home? So funny. We had such a weird relationship. So him and I obviously went to high school together. Right. But he didn't used to be nice to me. He used to be really, really mean to me. Like I was not a popular girl by any means. I was in theater and I was like kind of nerdy, not nerdy, but you know, I was with the theater crowd, like, you know, theater kids, like all the time. So he was definitely a jock and him and his 
friends. I always had really, really long hair, like even longer than I do now, if that's even possible in high school. And him and his friends threw gum in my hair and I had to cut it out. They were so mean to me. So it took like years to get over. So, you know, when him and I reconnected, there was this still like weird, not resentment, that's not the right word, but still like, I don't know, like I just saw him as someone that I had a history with and he really was more like a brother to me more than anything. So I just didn't have that, like, you know, when you sit down with someone, you go on a date and you're like feeling it and you're like, oh my God, yes. Like I want you on top of me. Right. Yeah. I didn't really have that feeling with him and I never did. It just wasn't there. Yeah. But so that just, I feel like that gave you a lot of points like with me. <laughs> you're like, do I care? Um, no, I mean, like I was just like, you know, I'm sure most of the guys that like hit on you in LA and stuff are probably not broke, but yeah. it's like this dude has like a bunch of shit. Like he has $40 million. He doesn't look bad at all. You not know him. Enough. He's into you. And I was like, and she's like, nope, like not feeling it. Like don't need to change my undies over it. No. So I liked it. No, I feel like it just shows you have a lot of character and aren't, you know, and that shit doesn't. Yeah. I just think chemistry is so important, you know, and so important. If you don't have it on the first date, it's not getting better. You know, listen, I got married pretty young, 27. So I don't know. But for my single friends, I hear that like at some age, you have to give it more than one date. And if you don't, you know, have to change your panties, then you, you have to be like, wait, maybe there's more and give it another chance and another chance. Yeah. Huh. No, I guess you're right. Yeah, it could go either way. But now let's not, you know, put aside the fact that you are married to a gajillionaire. <laughs> no, it's not, she didn't, don't feel bad for her that she didn't go with the $40 million home guy. <laughs> yeah, it did work out really nice. So your current husband, Christian, graduated MIT is like a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. He's literally a genius. How did you meet him? I met him through, this is such a funny story and it obviously gets sensationalized, but I met him through a girlfriend of mine. She went on a date with him and she just like wasn't into it. And she was like, hey, I went on a date with this guy and just like not feeling it, but I do know that he is looking for a house. So why don't you go on a date with him? If you don't like him, maybe you could just be his agent. And I was like, sure. Like, I feel like this is kind of like a win-win situation, you know? So I went on a date with him and I was like, oh, I really like, I, I like this guy. He's like different. He's funny. And then, you know, we started dating immediately. And then when we were looking for houses, like we were looking for houses, like for us, you know? So it really was like the perfect situation. And I kind of manifested it and I love it. That's amazing. And then when you were talking about that trip you guys took, are you talking about the like six month trip? Because before you were saying that people like knew you abroad and like said that they loved the show. Was that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. After, after season one, we were traveling for like, you know, on and off for like a few months. Yeah. People don't get it. Cause on the show it was like, Oh, Christine's traveling. But like, it was a while. It was a while. Yeah. I mean, we would obviously take breaks. Like it wasn't consistent. Like we'd go on mm. one trip, we'd come back, you know, for like a week, whatever, two weeks to like three weeks, whatever or a month sometimes and then do it all again. But yeah, cause I obviously had to like get new wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, like I wasn't wearing the same thing twice, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> did, when you do that, how does that work? Like with working full time, like you can just, cause now we all want to obviously be real estate agents, like in life. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I mean, 
the way that I did it that time, we have associates at the office. And if I have like, I wasn't working with buyers, I was working with people that were selling their homes. So I was working with sellers. So for me, um, whenever I had appointments for my listings, I would, you know, have an associate show the property. And if they did seem interested, there was a few times they did fly back for a second mm. showings or, you know, stuff like that. Cause I wanted to meet the people and, you know, give them a proper tour. So that's really how that worked. But if I didn't have a listing, well, there wasn't a time where I didn't have a listing. So I just had associates help me out. But it is a profession or at least with the Oppenheim group specifically, like you can come in when you want work from home. Oh, like it's up to yeah. you. For sure. And that's why I think like, you know, everyone is like, I want to be a real estate agent because it honestly is the best job ever, but you don't get paid a salary, you know, which means that you make no money if you don't sell anything. So um, it's really important to hustle and it's really, really hard. Also, it's expensive when you start out, you know, there's a lot of fees you have to pay. And, you know, in addition to, to passing the test, but other than that, yeah, it's like you work when you want and it's a really flexible job. Did you know? So when you moved to LA from Texas, were you like, I'm going into real estate? Fuck no. You think, like, <laughs> I don't know who dreams of being a real estate agent. Honestly, maybe there is people that do. Well, now for sure. Well, now with the show, for sure. Of course, now for sure. Yeah. But for me, no, I um, I wanted to do acting. I want, mm. I always wanted to entertain people. So that's why I moved out here. I always loved comedy. Did you audition? Did you get any, did you like do the whole thing? Yeah, I was working a lot and for, you know, years and I, and I loved it, but kind of got so tired of it because I was getting cast for the same roles. It was like cheerleader, dumb girl, this, that. And I wanted like more in, I wanted more deep roles. So I was getting frustrated. So Jason was a friend of mine and, you know, I was like, I'm really frustrated. And I see him living this fabulous life and working whenever he wants, whoever he wants to work with. So I was like, what is this? Like, what is this world? So that's how I got into real estate. So it's also like people need to understand there's a difference between being an agent for like million dollar homes and being like an agent for like walk-ups in New York. So obviously it's like really glamorized. Like, Oh gosh. I mean, even get a listing like that. It's, I mean, it's so, 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 so difficult. I mean, like I know on the show, it looks like it's, so easy and like, boom, all of a sudden we talk to a client listing like, right. Come on. You know, it's really, really difficult. So, um, when I first got into real estate, it took me, I didn't get my first listing until a year into real estate. What do you mean? You didn't like sell? No, I didn't like nothing. I didn't get anything. I didn't have a single client. I didn't do anything for a year. And that was me like hustling my ass doing open houses every Sunday for Jason's houses, brokers open. Oh I, was, I was working with clients nonstop, but nothing came through. I didn't sell a single thing for the first, maybe like over a year. It was so frustrating. So how long were you working for, for them before the show started filming? Oh, years. Oh my God. So tell me about that. How it started. Wait, no. How long, how long did you say you worked there? Probably like over five years now. Oh my God. Okay. So we know Adam DeVillo does the show, which is probably another, because I don't watch like million dollar listing and shit. And like, I don't either. So I was going to ask you, like, if you had to feel out, like what would be more your vibe, like being on a show, like selling sunset or like million dollar listing where it's like houses. No, (laughs) I, cause I love that. It's like, 
that Selling Sunset is exactly, it's like a little bit of that, the little bit of the homes and the whatever, but like yeah. mostly you guys, you girls mostly. I mean, that's the, like, those are the shows that I like. I love the drums and the juice and the fights. Like I love all that shit. So for me, like I'm such a Bravo girl. Oh, you are? Yeah. But Million Dollar Listen is just like boring and it's all. I know. It's so boring. I don't want to watch all dudes. It's dudes. I, 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 yeah, I don't get it. My, my, my sister uh, was watching that and obsessed. And then I was like, I'm watching Selling Sunset and bye. Like, no. And then I made everyone watch Selling Sunset and everyone loves it, but I can't get into million dollar listings either. either. And I'm a Bravo girl too. Well, good to know you are one too. What's your favorite Bravo show? I like that Housewives is my favorite franchise. In addition to, I got into over, you know, over like Corona, um, lockdown quarantine. I got into Below Deck Med and I love that show. Oh, stop. I don't watch that. You have to watch it, Amanda. It's like amazing. Really? Did you start from like the first season? Well, I started with the new season and then I worked my way back. It's so juicy. It just, it, it, it makes you feel like you're on vacation, which is like everything that I loved since we couldn't travel. But do you know that to go on it, you pay like $50,000, which is so funny and crazy. What do you mean? Like the guests that are on it actually have to pay for the cruise. Oh yeah. I believe. I mean, like <laughs> I didn't think they were getting it for free. I oh, okay. Something. No, but I it's a lot. Know. It's like $50,000, which insane. is cray cray. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Wait, so I mean, it must have been like a dream come true, kind of. If like you wanted to do acting, and then you like fall into real real estate, you really like it, but then out of nowhere, it's like that's manifesting. You know what I mean? All of a sudden a show comes out of your like career. I've always been a really, really, really strong manifester. I even have like a whole community. Like if you go to my Instagram and you click text, like there's an option. It's like on my Instagram, it's like email text or whatever. Like I have this whole community, which is like manifesting kind of like, I don't know, positive vibe. I call it my like goddess empowerment group. And I send like you know, positive text messages and like stuff like that every day if I can or if I get around to it. But I'm a big believer in manifestation. I've done so much research on it. I've always said, I just want to be myself and be on a television show. I got so tired of playing other people. I was like, I just want to be myself and get paid for it. Like, doesn't that sound amazing? It sounded like the most like wildest fucking thing ever. Yeah. But then it happened. But then it happened. Yeah, it's weird. So Adam DeVillo, from what I understood, saw like, a I don't know, like one of your posters or whatever. And he was like, OMG, is this for real? Found out it was for real. Yeah. And wanted to do the show. That's what I understood. Yeah. So we spend a lot of money in marketing every year. So one of the things that we do is this like huge billboard on Sunset. So we do that every year. We do a new group photo and put it on Sunset as a great marketing point. And I guess Adam Zavella found it when he was driving down Sunset. And he was like, what is this? This is like a modeling group. Like, this is, what is this? Like, this isn't real life. So that's kind of how that came to be. That's crazy. So are you enjoying it? Like, do you, obviously you said you manifesting. So is it, but, but then, you know, and then there's reality. Then there's actually filming and actually doing all that shit. So do you love it? I mean, the filming is definitely a process. It's really really hard. I'm not going to lie. It's like so much that goes into it. You don't, you don't see how much goes into it. Like 
that scene where I'm like swimming in the pool, for example, you know, or even like the private plane scene. Wait, what private plane scene? When I come out of the plane. Oh, okay. Like there's so much that goes into everything. You have no idea. 17 times you have to walk down those stairs. No, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So there's a lot. Well, but because you did acting, you're like used to that. Like, you know, that shit. Right, right. It's just a lot that goes into it between the hair and and the glam and the waiting and the this and the that, you know, a lot, you know, we go over a lot of the times and, and then trying to work on top of that is really hard. But it's still real, right? Yeah. Okay. No, because I, I, at the beginning, when I, when people recommended to me, they're like, it may seem a little scripted, but it's whatever. And then I started watching and I'm a lover of reality TV like you. So like, I know how it works, right? I know that there's like, and this is for people to also get the fact that it like, you know, that there's shoots and reshoots and angles and you have to do it again or whatever. Doesn't mean the drums ain't real. Just oh, means. I mean, the, the drama is always real. I mean, yeah. that's the one thing we cannot fake. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. When I was Googling like your latest 5,000 articles from today, <laughs> then I saw that Chris blocked you. No, I've been blocked since season one. Oh yeah. I've been blocked since season one. So season one, the only thing that happened was blocked on Twitter though. Oh, not on Instagram. No, I've been blocked on Instagram. Yeah. So now on Twitter too. Yeah. Do you block back? I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I even care. I'm like, what? This is so silly. You're like 40. <laughs> Wait. So she, after season one, only the Mary thing happened. Yes. I remember at the billboard reveal how I was like, I tried to send you a text, like in season one, the billboard. Reveal, yeah. I said, I tried to send you a text message, but you blocked me. Oh, right. Like, yeah. Like, no, I didn't. I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> that was the day she blocked me. And I've been blocked since. So you're blocked on all mediums. Blocked on all media. No, but okay. But I want to know the first season, only the Mary thing happened where you were like at the pool. You kind of like, do you feel any regret about what happened at at that pool party when you were fighting with her and kind of harsh on her or no? I mean, I feel like my delivery was definitely hard. (laughs) I mean, my message was 100% accurate. Was I like wasted? Yeah, for sure. Like, was my delivery harsh? Yeah. Was it entertaining? Fuck yeah. Did it give us a season two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so you, you own know, it. True. Yeah. So things like I can't go back to the way that it was. It was something that, you know, I had to do for the show. <laughs> like, and I, you know, like I made a choice to do it. And, you know, I just wish that, you know, we all know that we're filming a show and, you know. Yeah. It's funny when I, I talked to Maya she was on my podcast a while ago and I love her. She's so honest. And she was just like, I'm boring. She goes like, I'm she, we, we were talking about maybe like the drama or something. And she was like, well, thank God for like, you know, Christine and whatever, because she's like, I'm, I know I'm boring. She's like, I don't create drama. I don't. So I know she's, but she's, that's how Israelis are. They're like very, you know, honest to the point of self-deprecating to the extreme, but she's not able or it's not within her to, you know, be able to, you know, do what you do. 
Oh, I will tell you, it is. That girl has more opinions than any of us put together. I'll tell you what, you get on a phone call with that girl and you're like, oh shit, girl. Yeah. She has so many opinions and she talks so much shit and she's so funny off camera. Uh, Yeah. So what do you think? Like on camera, she just doesn't want to go there. She's very, very, very paranoid and very careful. Mm. And, you know, especially after season one, she thought she saw what, you know, Davina and I went through Mm. in terms of hate, you know, for entertainment purposes per se. And she was like, she's horrified. She's like, oh my Mm. God, nothing to do that. So now she's super, super, super careful. But even in season one, you know, she was like, I always want to remain. I want to be like the neutral one. She was, yeah. She was always very, very, very overly, extremely cautious. And, you know, but boy, does that girl have opinions and she's funny. No, I'm sure she's great. She actually voiced them, you know, because that would be a fun. You're like, show your chutzpah. I know, right? No, but it comes across still because she does. People do really like her. Like, that's my feeling. People really like her. I wish she would just like be more of her, like herself. She's funny. Yeah. So, okay. So season one that happened, she blocked you. And then like we got little like snippets. It was like you sent her flowers for her dad. Yeah. I mean, everything was cut out all weird, but basically like I had been trying to reach out to her multiple times, you know, after that whole incident. And so, you know, she had a series of unfortunate events in her life and, you know, it's yeah. like her, her dog died and I sent her flowers and it was her birthday and I sent her flowers and then her dad passed away and I sent her flowers so I had been like consistently reaching out, you know, and it wasn't like, cause I felt bad or anything like what, well, of course I felt bad, but what I'm saying is like, it was just because like, those are the things that I do for my friends, you know, like mm-hmm. I send flowers to my friends, like I wasn't doing it, you know, like with an agenda, but and in the show, when you watch it, they cut it out. Like they made it seem like I was like, yeah, I sent you flowers, blah, blah, blah. And they made it seem like I said, and she's like, no, you sent me flowers because my dad died. It was like the way they cut it. I was. Yeah, really it was pissed. weird. That's why I'm confused because she was, yeah, it was editing. she didn't appreciate that at all. Yeah. What was the re and, and her reasoning? Because then she said that you also what tweeted something like, what was it? I, I what? I'm trying to remember. I really don't know. Like tweeted. That's the thing. It was you're right. It was a very kind of choppy scene where like it seemed like she wasn't appreciative of like the gestures you made but what was her like reasoning oh, it was for- the drink list because you know she oh she was being really horrible and she was really she was like going on twitter and saying all these nasty things and she tweeted all these really horrible things like saying i lie about my age and i've been married before and i'm older than i say i am i'm like what the fuck bitch no i'm not i'm 32 like what are you talking about well actually i'm 31 i'll be 32 but I'm like what are you talking about so she just got on like a, a rampage so after she went crazy on twitter i had a party and so that's when i decided to have the drink list name and you know wait what was the what was her drink the name the crochet face tonic genius like honestly it's genius like can't you just have a sense of humor just like laugh about things it's just funny like it's funny everyone had to have their own drink name and so oh wait so there were drink names for the other girls too yeah everyone like yeah it was like mary's margarita whatever like everyone picked out their own name but obviously since she was blocked she couldn't pick out her own name oh my god wait is there still are you over it 
I mean, hundred percent over. Like I've so been off. I've so been over it. I just, I don't know why I'm still blocked, but whatever. It's fine. I mean, maybe it's better that way. Did you send flowers again for a divorce or did you give up that time? No way. (laughs) Oh yeah. I want to talk to you about this too. Cause like I said, like you've been doing a lot of press and, and Mm -hmm. came out that she was, Oh, she actually wrote and talked about it. She was pissed that you talked about her divorce. Now yeah. I read or listened or don't remember what you said. And it was like nothing. You were legit. Like, of course it was taken out of, I mean, that's the thing the, the interviewer asked me and that's why I said people are like, Oh my God, I can't believe I was like, no, did you actually watch the interview? The interviewer says, oh, have you ever met Justin Harley before? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like he's, he's a great guy. He's a good person. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm, sorry, they're going through a divorce. Like that totally sucks. Like I heard, you know, I, I knew they were having some problems and, you know, I, I heard they were in therapy, but I, I really didn't know he was going to file like that. That sucks. And I feel horrible for her. Yeah. Pretty much all I said. It was literally all you said, but I guess she was mad that I was even bringing up her name. But the only reason I brought her name is because I was asked about it, but I answered the question in a very nice, respectful way. But I just, I think she didn't, like that I was even talking about her at all. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was, I posted about that that day. Cause I read, I was like, Ooh, like, you know, very clickbait headline, Christine, you know, talks yeah. about whatever. And then you read it and you're like, you were like, literally like Justin, nice guy. met him really sad about the divorce. And the yeah. only thing that you mentioned maybe that I was thinking was personal was the therapy thing, but that I shouldn't be. She was mad about that. I think what she was honestly mad about was the fact that, you know, she's trying to, you know, have this portrayal of, you know, Justin Hartley being such a bad guy and just walking mm. out on her. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know only like I've met him and he was nice to me and that's what the interviewer asked me and that's what I was going off of. So I thought maybe she got mad that I was saying he's a, he's a nice guy. Oh, you think it's more that than the therapy thing? I thought that's what triggered her, honestly. And she posted something about it or you can't see cause you were blocked. Well, no, there- I, was, I was obviously told I, I saw what she said. I mean, she was just like, Christine's like talking about me and making up lies. I was like, what are you talking about? That's the thing. Like when you say that, it's like, what did Christine say? So you I go know, and you try you to see the interview and you realize like she's just being dramatic for no reason. But she kind of has and always has had this like victim mentality. She's always mm. the victim of something. And I mm. don't really I don't know why she feels that way. I wish she didn't. Because no well, maybe it's because of her childhood. Because didn't she talk about like a rough childhood and stuff like that? Maybe it's maybe it's something, you know, from when she was younger that she is a confusing character because on one hand, she seems like the sweetest most. <laughs> there's a head shaking going on. Yeah. But, uh, there's one hand that seems like really like a small town, really, really sweet. Christina's dying. And on the other hand, you're like, there's something there. There's yeah. something there that you can't put your finger on. You're a smart girl for sure. Yeah. And you're not the only one. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. Are we going to find anything out season three? Like, well, it's really interesting. We have this for my birthday. You know, I'm really big into astrology. It's like one of my things. So I decide, well, actually, Davina surprised me. 
to have an astrologer at my birthday party, which was so fun. So it was like the Real Housewives. They did that in the Beverly Hills, actually, where they did a reading on each girl. But so we had an astrologist read each of us. And it's really, really, really juicy. I don't want to like give any details away. I want you guys to watch it on the show. But she called out some really interesting things. And I can't wait for you guys to see it. Selling Sunset Season 3. I wanted to ask you at the beginning, like when from my, like as a viewer, when I found out about it, it was when season two was almost all up on Netflix. And, and I was like, okay, I have to start from the beginning. Oh, okay. That's when you found it. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like it happened to a lot of people. Did you feel that like when season one aired, was it like a slower kind of feel? And then season two, I don't know what happened and everyone. Definitely. Yeah. I think like season one came out and it was like, I remember my social media page was so funny because you have to keep in mind, I didn't have social media before. So I posted like me and my nine followers are like my mom and dad, my sister and like my friend, you know, it's like so pathetic. So I had posted like, oh my God, so excited. Netflix, my show is out. And like, it sounds like a fucking joke. Like honestly, it looks like a Photoshopped like joke. Like Does a photo it still exist? I need like, to logo. People were like, why are you playing this joke on us? Like it was so sad. And I feel like when the show first came out, it definitely took a while to catch on. But there were immediate fans, no doubt. But season two, it was like this weird explosion all of a sudden. Yeah. And I feel like it's because it took so long for it to come out. People were like, oh my God. And then by the time it came out, they were just like dying, salivating over it. And I did notice that a lot of people like, you know, were late, you know, late bloomers, I guess. Right. Maybe I was thinking maybe it was because of like Corona there were everyone was searching like what to watch, but there's something glamorous and because it also like all influencers and celebrities and whatever started talking about it kind of at the same time, like, yeah. and it was very much like, wait, and there's a first season, which to me makes it more fun that you can go back and, and watch everything. And it's such an, e- listen for the, the people that know me and listen to the podcast, I am the slowest binger on earth. Like, Cause I, I like to like watch an episode and be into it. And selling sunset is so easy to binge. It's you can, so it, fast. It's, it's so fast. Fun. I know it sucks, but they do it in a good way that like, I don't know, like each scene, nothing is too like strung along. It's like very, it's very fast. I agree. I agree. So I'm so excited for season three. I'm so excited. Are you nervous a little bit too about like... I mean, we're always nervous. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have None of us girls have seen the show yet. You're not going to be able to see it before at all? Well, we're seeing it on the 31st, which is like, you know, like, I don't know, like a week before it comes out. But yeah, I mean, we're obviously all nervous because we're like, oh Lord, like, what are we going to be, you know, fucked over with now? <laughs> it's kind of like... Always a surprise when you go to watch it. You just really never know. But I don't I don't really know if we're nervous. I mean, for me, I'm just I'm more excited because of my wedding, but Oh yay, we're gonna get to see your wedding. Does that happen at the beginning or are they gonna string it out and make us wait to like the season finale? It's the season finale and it's an extended episode, which is really epic. So I can't wait. Were you happy to have it filmed to be like a memory? I was so ambivalent on this topic because I was like, oh gosh, like, do I want to film it? Do I not want to film it? Mm. I mean, 
I obviously wanted to share it with the world. I just didn't want to take away like from its specialness, you know, yeah. I didn't want to have like cameras and everything. So we did a really good job of doing it. Like all the cameras were hidden under black linen and all the cameraman, like they were all hidden and on scaffoldings and stuff. So it was really, really well done because I, I had a wedding photographer and I don't want like a cameraman Joe in the background, you know, <laughs> like, you know, so we had to like very carefully go about this and even production, you know, I got married in this beautiful Gothic church. So above in the back, there was like a roll of pews, you know, so production was all up there. So everything was hidden and it worked out really well. So it was great. I was surprised. Was it, how was planning the wedding? Cause you seem like someone who's like very particular about what you want. Definitely am. But my wedding planner was fantastic. But for the most part, like I planned everything. Like I know exactly what I want. I'm quite a planner myself. I mean, you know, I've, I've thrown parties on the show and you've thrown crazy. That's why you, thinking about your wedding, I'm like trying to picture like, is the dress even going to be white? No, it's black. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I feel bad I ruined that surprise for you now. Duh, it's black. But see how like I actually didn't know. And I guess I was like, wait, it can't. It's not going to be white. Oh, I feel bad now for your viewers that I ruin it for them. I don't know. Should we cut it out? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> wait, but so Christian, is he was he down with like, oh, God. how did he feel or does he not care? No, he definitely cares. I mean, like he's so shy. Mm. He's like, I don't know how you do this. This is horrifying to me. I have so much anxiety, like being on camera. He's like, I don't know how you do this. It's and like even just like simple things, like trying to like talk on camera, he would get so nervous. So it's just like a different world for him. Yeah. So how did he become okay with filming the wedding then? I mean, I was like, Do you want to get paid or no? Like, you know. <laughs> it's you're like it wasn't his he had no say. I mean, no, he really had no say. I mean, the weddings are, you know, really for like the girls, like the girls are the ones who love the wedding. So, but he, I mean, in all honesty, like he knew it was important to me and he's really, he's really great at, you know, being accepting like everything what I want. So that's why he did it. Yeah. And you'll have the memory. Can you tell us if there's any drama at your wedding? There is drama at my wedding. Oh my Um, God. There is. I'm trying to think so I wasn't there. So I only, I like. You weren't in the drama. I was in the whatever. And then, you know, the girls are like on the couches. So I don't really, I don't see the drama firsthand. I don't really hear about it firsthand. But from what I heard, Heather does an article about Chriselle's divorce, where she, same thing, like what you were talking about with, you know, I made a little comment off the cusp and they make it into a headline, right? Mm. That happened to Heather. So, you know, there's an argument about that where Mary was really upset. She's like, how could you do that? And, you know, Heather was like, it was an accident. Like they made it, they made a headline out of it. Mm. So, um, you know, that was really like upsetting for her. I don't know why. <laughs> and, and then obviously, you know, she gets really emotional at my wedding and it's an emotional thing. I totally get it. And, but she's um, at your wedding, which is interesting. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, who doesn't want the camera time? You know, it's a fabulous event. Who doesn't want to be in my wedding? Everyone wants to come to my wedding. But you invited her. You could have not invited her. I mean, the thing is, is like, of course I wanted to invite everyone. I did want everyone to be there. Like, I don't like people to, I don't like to make people feel excluded from anything. So, of yeah. course, you know, of course I invited her. So there was some drama with that. There was some, you know, drama 
because she's just it was like a very emotional event for her. She had to like take a picture and oh oh i think we might see that in the promo i think we see the the breather yeah she had to take a look but the most important thing is that you didn't it didn't affect you because it's like your day oh i wasn't even, no i wasn't even there for all this drama so i didn't hear about it till afterward okay good yeah so i had no clue christine i cannot even tell you how excited i am for this season and too like to talk shit with you after oh. it happens <laughs> Because like, because we're talking like season one and two right now and you've lived another season and like, it's probably so it's and you've been, like we said, doing so much press and and talking about what was filmed a while ago and there's new stuff and there's your current life and shit that you're doing. So much going on. Oh, I can't wait for you guys to see it. Wait, just one last thing, because I did also see that that. Did you like tease or kind of drop about like leaving the show or leaving the Oppenheim group at some point starting your own thing? That was headline manipulation at its best. If you read the article, what it says is it's talking about there's a scene in the trailer actually where Maya, Heather and I are all sitting at the table and, you know, Maya's sick of the favoritism. And she's like, would you ever leave the agency? And we're all like, yeah, of course. Like we think about it all the time. Like the favoritism is, is real. Wait, when you say favoritism, is it Mary? Mary. I mean, Mary gets every single listing. Jason just doesn't want to do work. So he just gives it to her. And it's just so frustrating. He doesn't give it to anyone else. So we're all just like sick of it. And so it's Mm. really, really annoying and irritating. So, um, yeah, we're tired of it. And we're all like, would you ever leave? And we're all like, mm. yeah, like totally. Like if this continues, if if this favoritism continues, like we'd absolutely leave. Why do you think he gives them to her though? I think they have this really strong relationship and connection. You know, they have a very different bond that they've always had, you know, they just have a very strong relationship. And do you think he's like in love with her? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think that they're he- both in love with each other. Oh, you think she's in love with him too? I think they're both in love with each other. I really so why like, wouldn't they be together? Well, I think like in a platonic way, you know? But <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, they both really do care about each other for sure. Yeah, but you said in love with each other. Well, like platonically, not like, not like relationship wise. But oh, okay. Because to me, if I had to like psychoanalyze again as a viewer, I'd say if Jason could commit, which he's not into, he would have done exactly why they broke up in the first place, but it would be her. Like you probably know more of his exes and people he dated, but to the viewer, it feels like he would probably wife her up. If he wanted to wife anyone up, it would be her. And that's what it seems like. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) So there's favoritism. I see. Okay. That's, are you allowed to, do your own thing like agent wise, or can you just work with the Oppenheim group? I mean, not unless you hang your license with another brokerage. Oh, I see. It's like a whole, okay. it's like a breakup. It's like a, a big time breakup. I see. Yeah. So, so you are only doing like real estate stuff with, with the, the twins. Right. But that's a, that's a big storyline in season three. You'll see is because Davina is actually a broker. There's the difference between a broker and an agent. A broker is very prestigious and it's harder to be a broker. It's a different exam. It's very, very difficult. So that means that you Mm. are able to run 
and operate your own broker. So Davina is a broker. So, you know, on the show, you'll see us girls talk about like, you know, would you ever leave? Like, why don't you start your own brokerage? You know, there's all, all these talks going on because we are sick of the favoritism. I see. So it's definitely something that we've all discussed. Mm, so exciting. So what else do we have to look forward to season three? Give us like a little teaser promo. So we all tune in and I mean, like, that's pretty much it. Like we got your wedding. We got Chrishell divorce. We got girls sick of favoritism. Like I said, I haven't even seen the show and we shot it so long ago. So I've only seen the trailer and I know as much as you do. So I really don't know. Like I had told my publicist, I was like, I need to see the freaking show before I like start talking all this press. Mm. I can't answer questions if I don't know the answer. Like, right. You know, (laughs) like. So would you, would you film an, another season? Yeah, definitely. 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 Okay, good. Good to know. Good to course, know. I shouldn't let my fans down like that. Christine, thank you so much for making the time to talk to me. I love you. Sure. I think you're amazing. Thank I'm jealous you. of your hair right now. It's like drying <laughs> it's really great. Drying, no, but it's, it's drying naturally this amazing. And it's kind of annoying. It just dries really straight. No, it dries right, amazing. Like when I want to curl it, then it sucks. Like you don't even have to do anything with it, honestly. I definitely need to brush it though. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone follow Christine at Christine. Is it Christine Quinn on Instagram? At the Christine Quinn. The Christine Quinn, not yeah. to be confused with the council member or exactly because she took <laughs> she took that Instagram handle no. actually. <laughs> We're all looking forward to your next venture and to more from you. We missed yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll we'll talk shit after I can actually watch the season because I cannot have wait right now. And then cannot like, wait. Oh my God, did you see that? Can you believe that? I can't wait. Thank you so much, Christine. Thanks for having me. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual hug and kiss and smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.